three, two, one. Hey shorties, welcome back to the Short Asian Girls podcast where we talk about everything Asian from a five feet point of view. This podcast is about music, fashion, food, cheesement, and of course just being short. And again and again, we may not be ABGs, but we sure are SAGs and we'll talk about everything and anything related to it. So for today, we have a very, very special guest and that is... Kirsten Collins here. Hi. I'm so stoked to Welcome be here. to the Short Asian Girls podcast. Thank you. You're our first female guest. <gasps> I feel very honored. So, of course. part of the shorties. Yes. Yeah. The shorties crew. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. um, so we'll, we'll go ahead and have you kind mm-hmm. of introduce yourself and oh. what you do yeah. really Hello. quickly. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do I look at here or here? We, you can or look there. there. Anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Okay, that's yeah. important. What's up, guys? I'm Kirsten Collins, and I do music. I write, sing, perform. I pretty much runs in my bloodstream. So that is what I do, and this is who I am. <laughs> we love that. <laughs> the, the honesty. We love the honesty. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, so, you, since you mentioned that you are a singer, songwriter, everything, and everything in between, um, how did you get your start in music? Ooh, so my parents pretty much put headphones on the belly. Mm. They're like, you're coming out singing whether you like it or not. Um, And I sang my first full song on tune at 18 months, so my parents would bring me on stage with them, and I sang in front of 5,000 people when I was five, and from there, I'm originally from Canada, I'm Canadian, and uh, they took me out at 14 to just see if uh, people would like my voice, Mm -hmm. and from there, I've been doing a lot of wild things that have grown me in this wild industry that's a pretty long track record i don't think i started walking until maybe like when i was like one years old so that and like you know singing in front of you know a bunch of oh, people yeah I, I can't even do a presentation in front of like my manager 12, 12 guys people. you're doing it right now people, what do you people. mean there's only like what four people and like four cameras it's okay i realized that like doing anything in front of a small amount of people yeah. is a lot harder because you have more eyes that you can see on you. Exactly. When there's a bigger amount of people, you can't really see nobody. You're and just it's like, like, where am I? And it's like, I feel like not everyone will pay attention. Exactly. But with like a smaller group of people, like every corner is like, there's eyes there, there, mm-hmm. there, and there, but it's okay. Yeah, they're analyzing. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. so going into kind of like what you were talking about being a singer-songwriter, what kind of music do you do and genre, genre style, style if anything and styles you know it's funny is throughout all these years yeah making music um the main thing was always like what's your genre and i yeah. never understood how do i pick one true um but yeah. i just love sound and frequency of life mm-hmm. and i think that it's come into popular music because popular music is stemming through all different genres right mm-hmm. now um so it's pop soul and dance mixed together i, I like think that. what's I your favorite say. Oh, I don't even know. Do you have a, are you like biased over one a little mm, bit? I'm a song person. So oh, exactly. if a song yeah. grabs if it feels my soul, good, yes. Yeah. Feels good, I'm going to hold on to it. And I feel like with, with what you mentioned, I feel like when sometimes people ask, like, what genre do you like to listen to even? It's like, if it's a good song, it's a good song. Facts. Yeah. I yeah. feel like sometimes adding like a genre to like whatever music you like to make or whatever music you like to listen to kind of limits the way you enjoy music. Yeah. But, you know, music's music. I think it has a purpose for like, okay, this is establishing the characteristics of something that bring life to it and the foundations of Mm -hmm. the song. But from there, you get to build off of these amazing Mm -hmm. different creative things. You got to open the doors for creativity. And since you're a songwriter too, I feel like it's a big thing that you like different genres. So you don't, you can like pick from each style. And you're like, okay, here's a little country. Here's a little bit of soul. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Some techno. (laughs) 
Yeah. So, I mean, um, me and AJ were talking about it, like, a while, for, like, when we were kind of talking about you, but mm-hmm. we noticed that you were one of the producers, song, songwriters. Producers and songwriters of, of, of a K-pop group called Espa. Espa. Yeah. And it, I believe it was Savage. It was yes. Savage. <laughs> did you did you pick the title like the name? I of did. The song? So yeah. that oh my gosh, don't you know I'm a savage? Was that like was intent? In <laughs> was <laughs> it <laughs> intentional? <laughs> well, it just came out with that song. It was really just. It was my first time ever going to Korea uh-huh. and first time ever writing for K-pop. I had, I had no idea. Really, I was a baby. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I had an amazing guy um, named Jasper who is a legend mm-hmm. in this world um yeah. bring me out there and he's like okay i believe and i was like mm-hmm. in the room the first day i was like kind of like crying i was like i don't know what i'm doing and then the second day i came in and i just felt it and there was this guy uh the producer jail in there yeah and we just went in and it just came out i give all i could in that mm-hmm. song and to find out it was that song and then i'll make you cry in that one camp mm-hmm. and um they both got picked and it was amazing and i was like what at that time espa didn't exist though yet so i think yeah, it was there like during their pre-debut yeah it times. Was, they were like this was what it was right for a girl group because I think I'm not, I'm na- I mean, I'm not sure how every K-pop company does it, but I know for SM, every single time before an artist debuts, they do like the songwriting camp. So then they can like scout potential songs so that they have like a bank of it because they have their own A&R. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, oh, I like this song. And then they'll, they'll still fix that song within their own like recording yeah. um, songwriters, producers within like their in-house one. So once I saw your name, then I got joined here at track. I was like, I know her. <laughs> I was like, I know her. I've heard her no. song. I like it. Yeah, I think that was around the same yeah. time when we pushed out that live session that we mm-hmm. did in the studio. Which was awesome, by the way. I think awesome. I messaged her. I was like, this is the, like, this is the girl behind the masterpiece of savage was like do you know that she's like no i'm like now you know <laughs> well honestly i really like that song like even like for a fourth gen k-pop yeah. group right they're fourth gen right yeah and like i feel like their music is very different from the generation mm-hmm. before so when i heard that song i was like huh it's pretty catchy i like it because I, I think before okay. before fourth gen like really started it was mainly boy groups yeah. who did like the whole experimental sound and even yeah. if it wasn't yeah. it was it's like true. it was like mamamoo doing like more of like the, the, acapella, the acapella style, style. Kind of, but yeah so so the so the oh my god don't you know i'm a savage was actually like part originally part of the song okay yes. that's so cool which is awesome because now every time i get to see them perform mm-hmm. it or like hear it i'm like oh my god i feel like I'm that's like girling. one of the, <laughs> the point parts of the song part of me the, that's like that beginning part is one of the point parts of the song yeah, it yeah. tells you where we're going exactly mm-hmm. yeah. Which I love. Savagery. Yeah. <laughs> and then since you mentioned the song camp, how did you find out about it? Like, did you, did you see like a, like, kind of like how jobs, did you see like an indie like application <laughs> process or something? Uh, no, this incredible guy named um, Jasper, Tay mm-hmm. Jasper, he is a legend in the K-pop writing world. Mm-hmm. And um, I met him and he's like, hey, you want to go to Korea? And I was like, sure, let's do it. So I was a baby when I tell you, I did not know much. Yeah. And um, it's been a gift to kind of since then, like grow in this world mm-hmm. and really just learn a lot about myself and about who they are so how long did you stay in korea for that song camp oh i don't even know i think a week oh i thought it'd be longer really maybe that's why it was did you, that, is that why you felt like a lot of pressure because it was like did you uh, do the two songs at the same at, i that did week? Oh. that'll make you cry and savage i think it's just in general when you're going into Ooh. something that is unknown or uncomfortable mm-hmm. in life regardless of what you're doing you have to 
you have to go into something that's uncomfortable. So yeah. that's scary. And uh-huh. you got to be aware of new things. And, and I think that it's important. So it stretched me and it brought me into a new world. And I'm very thankful for it. So You know, it's crazy. We were talking about that earlier. Like um, like when in our previous episodes that we yeah. recorded, we were talking about how comfortability is like key. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you have to feel uncomfortable doing it or you're not doing it right. Exactly. Because then I feel like the most things that you do when you're uncomfortable is probably Mm -hmm. your biggest projects. Yeah. Like, I mean, especially for me, like this podcast was very different. Like I was like, I first pitched it to her and I was like, okay, we're doing a podcast. And she's like, okay, visual. And I was like, audio (laughs) but like and i was was just like both everything Mm -hmm. we're doing everything everything and anything in between exactly i'm glad that you did because you look smashingly beautiful and people need to see it so and then um since since you mentioned that you only knew us for a girl group like what was the prompt Say that one more time. What was the prompt for, like, the writing? Oh, I, I don't honestly even just, remember. Just girl group? It was just, I think they had some other things. Um, but in that session, it was feeling. I think we just went in. Yeah. We just felt. I think the best music comes from, like, engaging into where you're at mm-hmm. to create something for people to, like, last forever in. Like, it takes them somewhere. Yeah. Music is supposed to bring you somewhere that you want to be or maybe don't that's mm-hmm. uncomfortable and in that session i brought myself somewhere uncomfortable and then there it was so it takes it takes sometimes a village to make something beautiful in all ways so honestly i think that song is like one of the first songs that showed me that like k-pop girl groups can do exactly what boy groups do so yeah, i was like exactly. well thank you i exactly. don't make me cry in this podcast <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna sit here and not cry <laughs> would you do it again like if you were invited to do like another song like a korean song k-pop song oh, definitely once yeah. you once you get into the world of it it's kind of hard to get out because mm. you want to be in it so bad it's fun and you get to the amount of incredible people that i've got to meet mm-hmm. through this world and learn so much about who i am and then bring who i am into it it's an exchange you know mm-hmm. on both sides like in my own artistry and in my writing i've grown so much i like even the fact that savage is it's my first double platinum I got my first plaque, you know, that's congratulations on that. Like you're like, wow, like I did this. It's crazy. You know, Mm -hmm. so it just, it's, it's one step. I think in life, what we're talking about uncomfortability, you're doing this podcast one step at a time, one day at a time, you put Mm -hmm. yourself out there and you never know what's going to happen with it and nothing's promised. So you might as well just jump in. And then since you mentioned about meeting people, like how we met you today, how did you get connected to track life? Because that was honestly like how, I found out that like you were connected to Sarah and like the company. So how'd you meet Cairo? Cairo oh. introduced me. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yes, they were right beside, and he's mm-hmm. amazing, incredible producer family. And he was like, "Yo, you gotta meet Track Life," <laughs> and I was like, "I will." <laughs> and then the rest is history. Aww. That's the thing. Honestly, every person you meet has so much yeah. in their sphere, and you do as well. So when you come together, it just you never know what's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I honestly didn't think that I was like when I saw your name or like your your live session, I was like I didn't think my my f- be me being a fan of K-pop and like me working in this industry is gonna collide in that way or even so that like, quickly. Exactly, because like yeah. it was like I was telling her when she told me about uh-huh. it, I was like, oh really? I was like, I worked with her, like I was there during Aww. the shoot. And that really did help me too. And that was like, like what last year or like yeah. And I only was I started here maybe like March this, this year. year. 
my birthday month, best month. So, <laughs> and then so I was like, amazing. Like my world's colliding. Can't Always. ask for anything more. Honestly, it is true. I feel like God really does put us in these weird places where you're like, oh, this doesn't it's matter. It's meant to happen. But yeah. then it's meant to be there. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, I didn't expect all this greatness to be part of my life. Yeah. And so I know you brought up a lot about how you were like very young in the industry when you did that the k-pop music mm-hmm. how would you describe the industry now versus before oh, has it changed is it the same everything evolves and i think that it's it's being willing to like move with where it's going and also mm-hmm. be a part of moving it you know because mm-hmm. i think that if you stand back and let everything happen you're gonna lose yourself and exactly. um if you step in and put what you know you can it mm-hmm. it creates just such a more beautiful environment and so everything evolves in this industry think about your i mean even social media or like you know before social media i was considered when i was young that was actually unprofessional to do in the music industry yeah. and now it's like your platform and foundation mm-hmm. of life so and then kind of i guess since we're kind of been talking about your journey song like writing songs for other people you're also a singer and songwriter for your own music so like how has that journey been so far oh wow emotional (laughs) (laughs) like the documentary style question yeah Yeah. uh, I feel like any song that I write I put myself into it Mm -hmm. because that's who I am Mm -hmm. you know your uh, songwriting is receiving something um from somewhere and then laying it out yeah you know or writing in general exactly um and so i love melodies melodies are my favorite thing mm-hmm. in the world i also love lyrics but melodies i'm a melody fanatic i could probably go on for hours with one note on the table so like um <laughs> that's it's it's definitely a problem but a good problem to have it's so. funny that you say that because one of the things i know i wanted to ask you is being a songwriter do you do like the top line like do you do like the melody first or do you do the writing first or do you like the beat first well or does it depend on like who you work with depends on who you work with okay i i say with with savage it was more we did it together Mm -hmm. so like we were like bouncing off the energy Mm -hmm. in each other whereas like i'll make you cry was an incredible production and then i'm top lining on it with kenzie you know like mm-hmm. these different things that are happening oh so, you worked with kenzie on yeah i'll make you i cry love with, kenzie she's incredible <laughs> i she's love kenzie so amazing. much she's worked on like a lot of groups too that's oh I definitely know, yeah, so. the fact is when you're in these rooms you're sitting there like how am i in a room with all these incredible legends who mm-hmm. have like literally impacted society and culture like mm-hmm for so long and then you get to learn so much but then you bring something new that's Mm -hmm. why like being new to the table yeah you're not um what's the word boxed into Mm -hmm. what you know you're just bringing something else and so it's cool I like that I mean talking about you know your singer songwriting and you know you do your own music is there any like dream collaborations that you would ever want to do? Oh, my cheeseburgers, probably all Like the of cheese them. and the cheeseburger. <laughs> and the cheeseburger. Yes. Who's the cheese and the cheeseburger? Who's the cheese and the cheeseburger? Yes. I mean, I would love to do something with Espa. That'd be sick. Another one? Oh, that'd be sick. But like where we're both singing. Have you, you met know? them? I have. I yeah. got to meet them. They're so sweet. Yeah. It was a bl- brief moment, but they were just really cool. You yeah. said you watched them and the recent. Um, I did. I, got I was to watching see their them stories. Their concert. I was jealous. I was like <gasps> sitting here. I was like, I couldn't go. And I, I was mean, like, I, I couldn't go. I couldn't go. Like, oh my gosh! That was me. I had like the whole like light, lit up microphone that said "Espa." I was like, <laughs> I wrote this song. Exactly. <laughs> so it must proud. feel good though, like to hear like your song that you've helped write do so well. Yeah. I feel like even for you as like a singer, like your own artist, like to hear just 
your song be sung by like fans oh my and gosh. have them enjoy it it's it's like goosebumps because at first like when you're not a like when i didn't have something out there mm-hmm. with another artist before as an artist you're kind of like oh my cheeseburgers like this is something that came from my soul yeah like how is this gonna turn out but then once it happened it was just such a beautiful thing to be like wow i got to be a part of that yeah like something yeah. that i did mm-hmm. like sh- moved people and to watch them sing on those crazy stages all around the world, the song I wrote, is like, I still get chills. Mm-hmm. It's like unreal to me. Have you, like, how many, as an individual artist, how many um, concerts or, like, performances have you had? Like, your own, like, solo concerts? Oh, man, I, I've done a lot. I've probably, I haven't recently as much as, I just did South by Southwest this year, which mm. was really nice. I loved it. Very fun. Um, but I've most of my performancing performances not performancing <laughs> uh making up words here uh was when i was younger throughout all of canada and then mm-hmm. in la i've done a lot of different venues but i'm waiting because my big projects are moving right now yeah so i'm preparing for the big like bam come see me talking perform. about your project though i was like playing your music earlier uh-huh. to like kind of get it hyped and i was like aj this is like one of my favorite kirsten songs uh-huh. like it was um exposed <gasps> and when you. i heard that acu- like like just acoustic n- mm-hmm. no audio anything i was like i fell in love i was like i want to be a singer songwriter no like one of the first things when i again going back to your live session i was like amazed by like your range you have a very wide range that i feel like even i don't have that so well that's why voices are different exactly. for a good reason yeah you know we have to we each have a sound that is made for something to touch mm-hmm. somebody's heart Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember someone telling me one time, because uh, I've had that range when I was little, I used to only belt. People would throw things on the table and be like, you're giving me everything at once. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm 10. And then the, the, this one vocal coach, it was amazing. He started giving me these keys and then his cell phone and then this. And he was like, you have colors in your voice and I want you to use them. Allow yourself mm-hmm. to feel the moments of where you're at. And that changed my life. Yeah, especially when she did expose, like I saw, yeah. like the the ad libs you did were just so natural. I was just and like I was just like I was like oh, I wish because <laughs> it's like I feel like a lot of there's some artists that like when their vocals reach like the high ranges, it sounds exploded. Not that that's like a bad thing, but like I like how yours sounded. It sounded like more natural. Thank you. So. I appreciate Exposed is a, a wild song. I even have a tattoo of it. Mm-hmm. There's a big story about Exposed because it's truly about. Um, being laid out in like throne room of heaven like with mm-hmm. being like okay i don't know who i am anymore yeah. and it's like god saying take off every word that's ever been spoken about you whether that's beautiful ugly too mm-hmm. much too little and i want you to hear how i feel about you so it's about exactly. being laid out and exposed in as a person mm-hmm. and like re-identifying who i am so that was a big moment for me. So that is a very raw song. Yeah. And so, yeah. I like that song, though. Yeah. Ge- like, genuinely, I'm, I'm not just saying this because there's a camera right there. <laughs> Wait, what? There's a camera right there? <laughs> yeah, there was. But no, yeah. Genuinely, I really like yeah, that song. We were, though. like, I was, like, humming it. I was, like, and I was like really just singing because everyone was not. And no one was here. It was just, like, me and her. And yeah. I was just, like, Guys, you're supposed to it. film those <laughs> so I can, like, repost them. Look, <laughs> exactly. like, it's making somebody else Exactly. Happy. No, but. You mentioned um, you've performed a lot. What if you were given the chance to perform Savage with Espa? Oh my God! Would you like dance the choreo too? Dude, 
Yes, I would do the whole thing. I'd be like, okay, we're in. Exactly. <laughs> do you dance? Cry. I do dance. Oh, I love slay. to dance. Slay. That's that's. Um, <laughs> I'm a performer. Thank you. As you should. As I you mean, should. what would he have expected? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, because I feel like that's the one thing that K-pop has over Western mu- musicians is that a lot of them dance. Oh yeah, great dancers. So then when. I was just like, what if the songwriter actually like dances with the group? I feel like I, I haven't seen so that cool. that much. Before. Oh, that would be so yeah. cool. Honestly, I feel like every songwriter that I've met is an artist themselves. Mm-hmm. And like they would feel on top of the world to be able to be like performing the songs mm-hmm. that they wrote with for these amazing mm-hmm. artists who seriously kill it. Like yeah. Espa kills it. Whenever I get to see them mm-hmm. do something with it, it's like, wow, I feel proud. Like that's my baby. It's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> it's like, they're oh, not babies, but <laughs> I, have, I do have this one question. I don't know if it might be controversial to like the songwriting community, but oh, no. being that you're a songwriter for your own songs and for other people, when you write songs for other people, do you ever get possessive of songs? Or if you feel like, oh damn, I should have kept that one. You know, I feel like there's going to be emotions uh-huh. if you create something mm-hmm. that means something to you. Yeah. But ultimately, every song will find its home. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, again, in life, you have to let go of stuff. Yeah. And that will sometimes, like, letting go of that song made mm-hmm. it a beautiful, like, journey for me to understand myself in other forms, mm-hmm. you know? So if I didn't, like, obviously, it could find another home. But I think it's meant to be where it's meant to be. And in that, like, you just have to learn to let go. As an artist, mm-hmm. as a, somebody who creates, yeah. you got to learn when something is for your journey, in a diff- where it is supposed to be in your journey. You know? And I feel like just art in general is not just for the artist. It will no. always end up being a part of someone else's life. Exactly. Because where there's an artist, there's the art, and then there's the people who view yes. that. And then so it just becomes this, like, circle over and over again. And then you become a viewer of your own art. Yeah. So. No, and yeah. it's really yeah. impacting to your heart because you're like, wow, like, I'm learning from something that mm-hmm. was, like, again, I see creativity as you're receiving something. And that's mm-hmm. for more than just yourself. Yeah. So... And that's what I was telling AJ when we like, kind of first started the podcast. It's like, I wanted to dig deep more into... Who not the just the music was. is, but everything behind that. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like the people behind the scenes, the singer-songwriters, the the producers, it's like there's so much to it mm-hmm. that no one really sees. They just hear the music and they're like, I like it, I don't. Yep. But like for me, it's just like, you know, it's like an art form. Like if I wrote a song about my life and someone sang it, yeah. you know, I would want someone to know that and be like, oh, this person, you mm-hmm. know. So Music isn't just music anymore. It, it never is. No. You have to think a, a, a body of people in a room mm-hmm. you know, for hours together that probably have never met yeah. in their life. And then every part of their story is coming onto a page. Mm-hmm. So it's a bunch of people's testimonies and stories coming into one moment. Mm-hmm. Or even if it's just two people or however many people are in that room. And it's about being vulnerable, like being exposed, yeah. you know, allowing yourself to feel the nature of the room. And it's always going to look different. Mm-hmm. And you never know what the outcome is until it's there. Yeah, and, and I think that that's, again, one of the greatest feelings. Mm-hmm. So other than performing it, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a different like charm to songwriting, like the creative process, and there's like a whole other aspect of being on that stage in mm-hmm. front of that audience, in front of the camera, that like just ties it all together. Oh yeah, it's like the icing on the cake. Rush, yeah, like, wow, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I know you wanted to ask since. She, you are like an artist yourself too. Like, do you have any um, role models models. that you have looked up to, or do you still? Or like, even like you write your songs 
kind of like, oh, like when I grew like, up, like I kind of loved this genre yeah. or this person or this person's way of making music and kind of incorporated it into your own. I mean, probably a lot, a lot, a lot. But um, growing up, I was only allowed to listen to gospel music. So it was a lot of gospel artists. Mm. And then Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, like the soul, like big voice. The divas. Yeah. The Celine Dion's, yeah. like everybody on the keys. Like my mom is an insane piano player and musician. I love that they're all women. They yeah. are. They're, that's, I didn't yeah. even recognize that yeah. myself. <laughs> but um, my mom is insane with the piano, like incredible. Mm-hmm. And so... She would just start playing, and I would go for hours. I remember we, she would record. Back then, it was like this like, little machine. She would record it, uh-huh. and then like she'd have six hours of melodies and songs, mm-hmm. and then she'd go through it and start piecing stuff together for me. And so without my mom and my dad, I, I would not be the woman I am today in like my music, um, and it really taught me. Like I think I wrote my first official song by myself where I pieced it together uh-huh. at six, and it went like, take me to the moon, take me to the moon. At six, and there, there's me watching. <laughs> Watching like no, TV. I was probably like scratching my head, yelling exactly. at my sisters at that point. No, I'm, 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 I'm probably I getting yelled at because I'm doing something I'm not no, supposed I'll, to. I'm getting yelled at for sitting on the couch doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like, but no, that's so crazy. I think that's cool. I feel like I wish that I can do that. But well, hey, eat, think about that for a second. My first song was "Take Me to the Moon." Now my songs are actually being taken to the moon. So like you don't know what you're proclaiming in your music uh-huh. either. So I think that that's another thing. When you're singing a song that somebody else wrote or you mm-hmm. wrote or you're speaking stuff into your life. And yeah. It's like you're, you're singing it into existence. Yep. You're like, I believe this. I was six. What do you yeah. mean? <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought that like um, Kristen at six-year-old would be making songs for herself and for big artists and doing well and having double platinum? Wow. You're making me feel so. nervous. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I feel like the only way you can go from here is up. Thank you. Up and maybe like up more like outer space, uh, out uh, of this uh, world. Exactly. Yeah. I yeah. In and in the up, there's there's like with more where the bigger you get in anything or Mm -hmm. the deeper you get in anything the deeper the issues are that will be exposed Mm -hmm. so i think it's like that's the up and down of it all there's always gonna be something you have to jump over but you know it's incredible to remember your blessings that's somewhere i'm at right now it's Mm -hmm. like wow look at what i have got to do Mm -hmm. that's incredible like when i'm crying in a corner being like i don't know what i did then i'm Mm -hmm. up to be reminded be like kirsten you did this hey hey you like look over here exactly I'm like, oh, yeah i'm okay it's okay. Yeah. I f- and i feel like that's important too because like you said you can kind of get lost in the tide mm-hmm. very easily right and this industry is very busy you mm-hmm. know sometimes you get treated like a product instead of so- a human being yeah, so you are you, technically a product exactly like you your art and everything that you do is like something for everyone to take mm-hmm. so kind of it's i appreciate that you you mentioning that because given that you know we're very new and young into this industry that's kind of like our promise to each other that we wouldn't let other people's um views of us or other people's hopes for us get in th- get in the way of what we want to do yeah. yeah yeah being respectful but mm-hmm. also like courageous mm-hmm. to take things like where they need to go is really important because you just in this world and in any way shape or form there's always going to be someone who wants to take something from you and someone who wants to give something to you you know we all actually need people say oh this person wants to use me but truly we we use each other but Mm -hmm. the difference is is if we are open with what we need with each other it's collaboration it becomes walking and winning together and i Mm -hmm. think that in life there's going to always be the 
other side of that, but you just have to be a walking pillar of that, Mm -hmm. you know, to say that no matter where I go, where I work, who I'm with, I'm going to establish that as my character. And in that you will get hurt. That's just facts, but you got to just stand up again and be like, I'm willing to go the extra mile for the other person who may not have that courage to walk Mm -hmm. into it, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's important. Mm -hmm. That's a real thing. Like everyone's going to try and knock everybody down. Everyone will always have something to say. Yeah, well, because you have to think they're going through their own stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't know what their perception of something mm-hmm. is. So it's you're not necessarily fighting against a person. It's just about all these different emotions or offenses yeah. that they carry, So, including yourself. I mean, I have to check myself a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I like that. Yeah. But this was a really <laughs> great conversation, and I've learned so much, like, even just talking with you or seeing you behind the scenes, like seeing everything mm-hmm. like come into place. Um, but I think that brings us to the end of this episode. For just for this episode, just you never know. Episode. Maybe like in the future. We'll bring you back. We'll bring we'll you bring back. back. We'll, like, we'll have you right. Have right like a whole Kristen <laughs> Collins one month, ep- like one wow. month episode. We'll like have you special. hosting. Oh, thanks. I'll be like asking you guys a question. I I really want to go into right there. (laughs) I mean, like, squish. Here we are with our pillows, our pillow babies. Exactly. (laughs) And then, but yeah, thank you so much for being here. I honestly, I'm when I when you walked in there, I was like low key starstruck. I was like, that's the lady that wrote the song that I've been dancing to. Oh man, that's the lady. That's the lady. Exactly. No, literally, right before you got in here, I was dancing the song on the floor. Why would you not film that for me? I would do it with you. I didn't. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> These are my moves. So it's right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm nice very honored. It's yeah. nice to see again, like the human behind the creation. That's yeah. the one thing I like learning about stuff like this. It is pretty spectacular. There will always be some weird things mm-hmm. that happen, like me yelling cheeseburgers out of nowhere. I lose that analogy now. That my I, like cheeseburgers and the cheese and the cheeseburger. If you get it, you get it. If you don't, then that means you don't watch this episode. Come on, man. So think you are. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for spending your mornings, noons, nights, late nights, and, you know, any time zone that you're listening in to us. Yes. And, of course, please do follow us on our socials at Short Asian Girls Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, X, Threads. And also for more episodes, head on over to at Short Asian Girls Podcast on Spotify and YouTube. Yes. This yes. has been awesome. Also at tracklife.music. For Track Life's projects like um, Kristen Collins' live sessions and other Track Life projects or more information about our podcast or other podcasts from the company. Yeah, and if you want to shout Plug out your socials right now. Nook, come to over here. Yeah. From anything Kristen Collins. Wherever you're at, I'll mm-hmm. be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And don't forget to um, use the hashtag. Hashtag yes, Shorties hashtags. Moment. That's hashtag S-H-O-R-T-I-E-S moment to share your favorite moment from any of our episodes whether it's this one or our previous ones or our future ones because you never know you might end up on our episode or like uh, our guests like kirsten can go through the comments and then see what you guys think about the episodes i'll definitely be doing that but yeah this is your short asian girl aj and i'm your short asian girl sarah michelle and this is our lovely guest. I'm Kirsten our Collins. Honor- yeah. You're our honorary, honorary shorty. shorty. Oh, I'm honorary Because you're taller. Everyone that's, sh- that's yeah, taller I'm than like us. still kind of you know, not but, tall, yeah. tall, tall, But like though. AJ, everyone's pretty much taller <laughs> than us. But exactly. <laughs> honorary yeah. shorty. Yeah, honorary. Here we go. But yeah, um, thank you everyone for... Well, exactly. <laughs> but thank you everyone for watching. But also, please don't forget to live your life to the fullest. Because just like us, life, life is, is too, too short. short. See you in the next episode. Love you guys.